Welcome to Tradutex Portuguese Lessons Podcast. Olá, eu sou a Helena, and on this episode, we're going to carry on talking about reflexive verbs in Portuguese. But just before that, I want to let you know that Tradutex Portuguese Lessons Podcast is now on Patreon. Patreon is a platform where you can support projects you like. So, if you're enjoying listening to this podcast and if you would like it to carry on, you can also become a patron. As a patron, you get a PDF with the highlights of each episode, pronunciation tips, written posts about the Portuguese language, you can even participate in a monthly live session with me and much more. Go to www patreon.com slash tradutex and learn more about it. So, on the previous episode, we've started to talk about the reflexive verbs in Portuguese. This type of verbs always go along with a reflexive pronoun. So, not only you conjugate the verb, whether it's regular or irregular, it doesn't matter, but you also have to consider the reflexive pronoun. But one thing this, these verbs have that is really special is that sometimes the reflexive pronoun comes before the verb and sometimes the reflexive pronoun comes after the verb. And if that's the case, you can't forget about the hyphen, that little dash that will put the verb and the reflexive pronoun together. Last time on the previous episode, we've checked one very important rule. What happens when we use the reflexive verbs in a question if the question starts with a question word? So, we've been through the verb chamar-se, chamar meaning to call, or in this case to be called, because it's the one that we use to say our names. For instance, eu chamo-me Helena. And notice that when I say this, the mu comes after the verb, but when it's used in a question, it's different. We have to place the pronoun before the verb, but only, and remember this, only when the question starts with a question word. For instance, how you call yourself? How do we say in Portuguese this? We say, como se chama? Or informally, como te chamas? We also talked about the situation when we use negative sentences in Portuguese. For instance, if I say that my name is not Helena, I would say não me chamo. So immediately the word não has an effect on the pronoun and it attracts the pronoun and that pronoun comes in front of the verb. Don't forget that when the pronoun comes in front, we don't have the hyphen. The hyphen it's only used when the pronoun comes after. Of course that when we speak we can't see any hyphen, but it is an important rule if you are writing. So I say now me chamo Helena. So we've checked those two rules on the previous episode and today I would like to add some more. I would like to tell you about what happens when we use other words. And, in fact, the position of the pronoun will depend a lot on certain words used 
before the verb. Unfortunately, the list is quite long. I would say nearly endless. But you don't need to know all the words. To, have, to be fluent in Portuguese, you need to remember the most common and important words. And today, I want to repeat the questions with a question word, but I would like to focus on other three words. The word nunca, and nunca means never. Nunca, como se escreve nunca? N-U-N-C-A. Nunca, never. So not only the word now has that effect if it's placed before the verb of attracting the reflexive pronoun to, to be before the verb, but also the word nunca. Actually, all the negative words in Portuguese we can then explore on other episodes. But keep in mind all the negative words. Não, nunca, nada, meaning nothing, ninguém, no one and other negative words. But today we're going to focus on nunca, because nunca it's a very common and important word. Another word we would like, I would like to focus on today is the word só. Só. Só means only or just, depending then on the context in English. But for us, only or just, we translated it with só. Como se escreve só? S-O com acento. Só. Only or just. And another very important word you really need to remember for this rule is the word também. Também. Também means also, as well, could be either, to. So, a lot of words in English for this word, também. Como se escreve também? T-A-M-B-E com acento M também. So, we're going to repeat the context of questions and then we will answer those questions with the words nunca, só, também. And maybe if we repeat enough, you will remember these words because they are so common that you will use them a lot along with reflexive verbs. And to practice that, if on the previous episode we've been practicing the verb chamar-se, today I would like to have a look at two other reflexive verbs we use a lot in our daily lives. The verb levantar-se, 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 and that verb means to get up, and its opposite, deitar-se. Deitar-se. Deitar-se means to lie down. So, two important verbs we can use, for instance, to describe our daily routine. When we get up in the morning and when we lie down as we go to bed at night. And these verbs are both reflexive verbs. So, we are going to focus first on the verb to get up, levantar-se, 
this verb is actually interesting because if we drop the reflexive pronoun, if we use it in a non-reflexive way, we get the verb levantar. And levantar has actually a different meaning in English. Levantar means to lift. For instance, if I lift a weight, if I lift a table, eu levanto a mesa. Eu levanto a mesa. But if I use it on a reflexive way, if I say eu levanto-me, that means I get up. So if you're getting up something or someone, I mean, if you are lifting something or someone, you should use it in a non-reflexive way. But if you're doing that to yourself, if you're just getting yourself up, you should use it in the reflexive way. So let's go through the verb first before we go through the examples. So first of all, the infinitive, levantar-se. Como se escreve levantar-se? L-E-V-A-N-T-A-R-I-F-A-N-S-E. If you were a little bit confusing when I said ifan, just remember that word means hyphen, which is that little dash that we will put between the verb and the reflexive pronoun. Levantar-se is completely regular. Um verbo regular. Em ar. So it's an AR regular verb. So let's go through the conjugation. And don't forget, you need to focus on two different things. First, the endings. Second, you need to focus on the reflexive pronouns. So we will do it together. Also, another important thing. You've probably noticed that when I'm saying the infinitive, and I will say it again, levantar-se, my stress, of course, is because it's infinitive, it ends with the letter R. So I'm stressing the last syllable because when we have a word in Portuguese ending with the letter R, the rule says that that is a stressed syllable, unless we have any accents on the word, which is not the case. So, because I'm doing levantar-se, levantar-se, the first E, or in English E, we kind of drop it, right? We don't need to pronounce it. So, you don't need to say levantar-se or levantar-se. You can just ignore it and say levantar-se. Levantar-se. So go from the L sound to the V sound with nothing in the middle. No vowel sound in the middle is necessary because it's an unstressed E, or in Portuguese, E. So let's go through the verb person by person. Eu levanto-me. Tu levantaste. Você levanta-se. Ele levanta-se. Ela levanta-se. Nós levantamo-nos. Vocês levantam-se. Eles Levantam-se. Elas levantam-se. 
don't forget that the reflexive pronouns are really soft. They don't count for the stress here. We're still stressing the second to last syllable of each verb form. And then we just add the pronoun. The only one that we actually pronounce in a very clear way is the nous. Levantamonus. All the other ones, you just need to drop the last E, or in Portuguese, E. Levantum. Let's do it again without the personal pronouns in the beginning, without the eu, tu, você, just to focus on the verb forms. I know this is hard, so let's repeat it. I will do it again, and you can repeat after me. That would be good to consolidate. Levantum. Levantast. Levantas. Levantamo-nos. Levantam-se. Always stressing the second to last syllable, as we always do with the verbs in the present tense. Okay, so this is I get up, you get up, he gets up, and so on. Should we now have a look at the verb deitar-se? And then we can have some questions and answers with these two verbs. So the verb deitar-se, to lie down, first of all, como se escreve o verbo deitar-se? D-E-I-T-A-R Ifan S E deitars. What happens if I use this verb in a non-reflexive way? It still means to lie down, but you can do it to someone help to someone else. Imagine you're helping a child, a baby, an older person to go to bed, to lie down. So in that case you can drop the pronoun and you can say, for instance, if I want to say something like I put the baby to sleep. In Portuguese, it's possible to say literally, I lie the baby down. So we can say, Eu deito o bebê. Eu deito o bebê. Eu deito o bebê. So if you're doing it to someone else, you drop the reflexive pronoun. It's only when you're doing it to yourself that the reflexive pronoun is important. So, if I want to say I go to bed, we have other ways to put it, of course. I can say literally I go to bed, eu vou para a cama. But I can also say eu vou deitar-me. Okay, so we have these two options. So, let's go through the verb. First with the personal pronouns and then without them just to focus on the pronunciation. Estão prontos? Are you ready? Estão prontos? Ok, vamos lá. Eu deito-me. Tu deitas-te. Você deita-se. Ele deita-se. Ela deita-se. Nós deitamo-nos. Vocês deitam-se. Eles deitam-se. 
elas deitam-se. Ok, now let's repeat it. Vamos repetir, but this time without the personal pronouns. Let's just focus on the verb forms along with the reflexive pronouns, of course. Estão prontos? Deito-me. Deitas-te. Deita-se. Deitamo-nos. Deitam-se. Okay, so now we have two new reflexive verbs. They are both regular AR verbs, which make our life, which makes our life a bit easier. So you already know the endings. You just need to add the reflexive pronouns. So why don't we use them now in context? For instance, because we're talking about getting up and lying down, we could ask what time do you get up? And when we will ask that, what time do you get up normally, we need an interrogative pronoun, a question word in the beginning. And that will make a difference, as you know. If I start with a question word, if my question starts with a question word, that necessarily will bring the reflexive pronoun in front of the verb. So how do we ask, what time do you get up? First of all, as you know, every time we say you in English, you need to consider whether it's a singular you or a plural you. And in case it's a singular you, whether it's formal or informal. As you know, you has three different translations in Portuguese depending on the context. So if it's a singular you informal, we're talking about tu formal, você, plural, vocês. So considering that I'm asking this informally, I say a que horas te levantas. I will repeat again, slowly, word by word. We start with the preposition A, just a single A. If we want to spell it, it's just a letter A. But we pronounce it A. A, que, horas. So notice that in English we say what time, but here we say at what time. A, que, horas, tu. Of course, if I'm asking a question starting with a question word, my reflexive pronoun comes necessarily before the verb. A que horas te levantas? And then I have my verb with the S at the end because it's informal. Okay, I will say it again slowly, word by word, and then it's time to put all these words together and see how they actually normally sound. So, slowly, devagar. A que horas te levantas? Now, let's run these words together <coughs> in a more fluent way. A que horas te levantas? A que horas te levantas? Notice I'm putting the que and horas together with the E sound in the middle. A que horas? A que horas? A que horas? That helps us to put the words together and it flows much better. A que horas te levantas? 
So in case you want to change this question into formal U, you just need to change the T into S and Levantas into Levanta. Drop the S. A que horas se levanta? A que horas te levantas? Informal. A que horas se levanta? Formal. So now let's go through a few possible answers for this. The first one, I will say normally, I get up, let's say, at 7. I get up at 7. So when I say I get up, I'm starting with the verb. So looking at the sentence very quickly, I immediately notice that we have absolutely no words before that. It's not a question, starting with a question word, and I don't have any words before I get up. So that means that my reflexive pronoun will come after the verb. So I can just say, levanto-me, or if you want to start with the personal pronoun eu, that doesn't make any difference, you can also say, eu levanto-me às sete. I get up at seven. Eu levanto-me às sete. Eu levanto-me às sete. Okay, so that could be a normal answer. Don't forget I'm doing the as, a s with an accent to the left, because I'm using the preposition at, but in Portuguese we also need to contract the at with the article. So it's like if you were saying in English at the seven, I know we don't do that, but in Portuguese we do. It's the preposition a, the same one we use when we ask the question, a que horas, so the a is already there. Then we repeat that same a when we answer, but we put it together with the article as, because we have in mind set horas, and horas is feminine and plural, so we pick the feminine and plural definite article as. And because we never do them apart, we never say a as, so we put them together in just one word, as. Okay, levanto-me às sete. Now, what happens to this sentence if I decide to say that I never get up at seven? I start with my word for never that we've learned earlier today on this episode. We've learned that never is nunca. So we start with the word nunca, and now we know, oh, alert, nunca, it's one of these words that will have, uh, that will make a change about the position of the reflexive pronoun. So you have to remember, nunca, used along with a reflexive verb, will make a difference. So my mu, my reflexive pronoun mu, now must be before the verb instead of after. So I never get up at seven. Nunca me levanto às sete. Maybe now you're wondering, what if I want to start with I, eu? That's possible too. So you do start with eu and you say eu nunca me levanto às sete. The negative words like now and nunca must come immediately before the verb. So, in case you want to start your sentence saying eu, you can do it, it's absolutely okay and normal, but don't forget that first the eu, then the nunca. So, two possibilities for this sentence, I never get up at seven. Eu nunca me levanto às sete, 
eu nunca me levanto às sete, or just, nunca me levanto às sete. Ok, what if I'm a person that the only time ever that I get up, I only get up at seven, I never get up at any other time. So I will start with the word for only or just, which is the word só. Só. And só has the exact same effect of nunca. I start with só me levanto às sete. Só me levanto às sete. And if I want to start with eu, no problem. I just start with eu first and then I go to the só. Eu só me levanto às sete. Eu só me levanto às sete. What if a person wants to say, oh, I also get up at seven. Now we need our word for also, as well, to. The word is também. So you can start with the word também. Também me levanto às sete. Também me levanto às sete. Or you can start with the personal pronoun eu. Eu também me levanto às sete. Eu também me levanto às sete. So you have all these options. So very quickly, let's go through each one. The first one, we asked a question with a question word. That changes the position of the pronoun in front of the verb. A que horas te levantas? A que horas se levanta? And then, if you just want to answer that saying, I get up at seven, Levanto-me às sete. Levanto-me às sete. It's possible that that me and that as, when we say it, not when we write it, but when we pronounce it, they might come together. Eu levanto-me às sete. Expect that to happen. That might happen. It's very common. Levanto-me às sete. So you might hear per, a person say it... Slower, levanto-me às sete, and you can actually identify the two words, me and as, but possibly what you get is someone saying like this, levanto-me às sete, levanto-me às sete, putting the me and the as together in just one word. I repeat, not for the writing, just when we say it. This is not a rule, this is just how people normally speak because it flows better and it's quicker. Now, Starting with these words, I want to focus today with you. The words nunca, só, também. Those three words that I really want you to learn with me today will have an effect on the reflexive verb. The pronoun will come before the verb just because we're using them. And I will repeat, this only happens if you use these words before the verb. If for some reason you see these words after the verb, that doesn't make any difference in terms of where to place the pronoun, because that means that the pronoun will come in its default position after the verb along with the hyphen. So let's go through the three sentences again. Nunca me levanto às sete. Eu nunca me levanto às sete. Só me levanto às sete. Eu só me levanto às sete. Também me levanto às sete. Eu também me levanto às sete. Ok? 
Okay. Now, let's do the same kind of questions, but this time using the other verb we've learned today to lie down. Deitar-se. And because we've been working with the tu and the você, I thought that maybe this time we can ask what time do you guys go to bed? What time do you guys lie down? And you guys is our vocês. So we can get the chance of using the verb in plural. I start with the same a que horas? Is it now clear in your mind that you don't need to go a que horas? You can run it together. A que horas vocês se deitam? A que horas vocês se deitam? What time do you guys go to bed? Let's repeat. Vamos repetir. A que horas vocês se deitam? Okay. And because I'm asking vocês, the reply now will come with nós. We lie down. Let's say that we do that at 11. Of course, it's 11 p.m. In Portuguese, it's possible to say 23, but it will be more formal to say 23. So normally what people say is 11. Okay, so first let's just say we lie down at 11. So we start with deitamo-nos às 11. And I picked the number 11 a bit on purpose because I wanted a word starting with a vowel. You need to know that when you have as followed by a number starting with a vowel, you get this effect of as onze. So you can't expect people to say as onze. That rarely will happen. What you normally get is as onze. Deitamo-nos as onze. So it's important that you know that that z comes. A que horas vocês se deitam? Deitamo-nos às onze. Okay, so what happens if we use the word nunca? Remember that nunca means never? Okay, so let's say that we never go to bed at 11. Nunca nos deitamos às 11. Nunca nos deitamos às 11. So immediately with the nunca, the nos comes before the verb. Nunca nos deitamos às 11. Same thing if we use the word só. Só nos deitamos as onze. We only go to bed at 11, no other hour. Só nos deitamos às onze. What about also, também? Também nos deitamos às onze. Same thing if you want to use the personal pronoun eu. Let's do the three of them in a row with the eu. Start with the eu. Sorry, I meant nós. <laughs> because now we're doing the nós, I'm sorry. I meant what happens if we start with nós. Nós nunca nos deitamos às onze. Nós só nos deitamos às onze. Nós também nos deitamos às onze. Okay, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Just before we finish, I would like to thank to my dear patrons 
Francine Brown, Gita Barknowitz, Philip French, Rebecca Hunt, Carl Sperling, Patrick Korf, Brenda Sabrecht, David Soto, Lindy Fock, Michelle Kubrosi, Jerry Ellis, Sandra Weimert, Karen Soares, Kenneth Pizisco, Ibrahim Almutawa, Hank Van Ken, Karen Barnhorn, Pauline Mansfield, Pranudiana, Anne Grandage, Elise van der Flucht, David Martin, Patricia Martin, Catherine Dernford Vang, Art Velt, Ernst Scholte, Agnieszka Mrozewski Tskuchewska, Tatiana Krupnik, Ramona Splectus, Kim Noble, Lisa McCarthy, Tantia McKnight, Paula Klein, Laura Bedzisk, and Michael Godin. Thank you all for your support and for keeping my motivation high. Muito, muito obrigada. Até para a semana. Tchau!